What's up, everyone? Good morning. Ah, good morning, and welcome to the pre-stream podcast with special guest, Jasper Kitty. Here he is. As I told you guys, uh, some days... Hey, don't even start with that. He's trying to get my bottle cap. Some days he'll be able to be in here with me. Um, it depends on the day. If Cat uh, is at work, then he'll probably be in here with me in the morning, of course. As you know, this this cat is a rascal, and sometimes he wants to be in here, and sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he wants to be mischievous like he's being right now, and sometimes he's asleep on the floor, right, buddy? <laughs> he's being a complete nut this morning. And there he goes. So what is going on, everyone? Good morning, and welcome to the Pre-Stream Podcast. Today is Sunday, the 6th of February, 2022. Today is my final streaming day of the week. Uh, tomorrow is my day off for the week, and it has been a great week. This has been a week that was kind of um, the beginning, right? The beginning of <clears throat> pretty much a nonstop new release action, as when I come back on Tuesday, immediately we have another new release, and then a week after that we have another new release, and a day after that another new release, and a week after that another new release, and by the way, in between there, there's new releases. <laughs> pretty crazy, right? Um... So, it's been interesting already just trying to, to juggle them and, and satisfy everyone. Because I have ongoing playthroughs like Skyrim, which we're playing today, that people have really, really, really enjoyed. Um, and I'm very happy that people are enjoying playthroughs like Skyrim. Uh, a game that I only played once 10 years ago and now I'm enjoying again at my own pace. With an interactive audience, it feels a lot nicer, better, and, and just more chill and fun than the original playthrough, quite frankly. You know, the original playthrough, I had to use a giant strategy guide that I had bought, a hardcover strategy guide book. And uh, this time around, I'm doing it all with you guys, you know, live interacting and helping me out with everything, which I really appreciate. And uh, it's been great, but now we're starting to get to the point where new releases, excuse me, new releases are so prominent that there is no way that I can keep doing Skyrim as a main gameplay stream. I need to use the daytime streams to keep going with my new game release playthroughs, and then the night streams are where I'm going to be doing things like Skyrim, okay? So, <clears throat> today is the final major stream of Skyrim Anniversary Edition. After today, Skyrim becomes a night stream. In fact, Tuesday night, as soon as I'm coming back from my break, is, uh, is when it's going to continue on as a late night stream, Okay. Um, so I'm excited for today. Obviously, I've really enjoyed Skyrim with all of you, the interactivity, the fun that we have. Um, hell, this, the playthrough's doing so well, we even added in new hats just for Skyrim. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's pretty amazing that people are liking a playthrough so much that they're demanding that we do special things for it. And here we go. You know, we got new hats. We got all kinds of new stuff going on. Um, in fact... What I'd like to show you is we have something special set up for today, starting today with Skyrim. Um, I don't know how, how well this is going to look, but bear with me because I didn't click on this yet. Hold on. So hold on. Here we go. Okay, so ignore the fact that my webcam isn't the right resolution right now. But if you take a look here, the border for the webcam for when I'm playing Skyrim is now a Skyrim-specific themed border. Someone actually made a custom border just for Skyrim. <clears throat> That's how much people are liking this playthrough. We got Skyrim animations, Skyrim borders, Skyrim pre-stream art, and Skyrim hats. People like Skyrim. So do I. So I'm happy that people are liking the playthrough that much, quite frankly. Um, but, you know, new releases always take priority. It's always been a thing around here is that the new release you play and then the other game you play is the chill thing, right? So... 
Um, they should be pretty good. I'm excited to keep playing Skyrim along with everything else that I'm doing. Okay? So I hope that you guys are excited as well. Uh, for the ongoing Skyrim playthrough plus all the new releases. Alright? Today, we're going to talk about the new releases. In fact, let's do that right now. Let's talk about a little bit about... Dying Light 2, and what I think after six hours, and we're going to talk a little bit about Sifu, which is the new release on Tuesday, okay? Excuse me. My stupid post-nasal drip is bothering me today, if you can't notice. So, let's talk a little bit about Dying Light 2, which I've now played for around six hours, okay? Um, I'll be as honest and upfront as I can. I don't want to sugarcoat at the same time. I don't want to come over as, like, being overly negative, but I would say after around six hours in, I really am struggling to be impressed with this game. And maybe that will change over time because what I would say is if you remember games such as Days Gone, right? Here was a game that was zombie survival horror. A little different because it was third-person action, driving around on a motorcycle and using guns and things. So it was a lot, a lot different than, say, you know, what Dying Light 2 is. But that game had such a slow start. And it wasn't until maybe 10 to 12 hours in. That you finally get out of that intro segment of the game. You get start going to new settlements. <clears throat> you start getting new abilities. You start leveling up a bit. Now all of a sudden the game opens up and becomes way more fun. And the rest of the game is a wild ride. The rest of the game you're fighting giant hordes of zombies. The plot is great. But you have to get to that point. Okay? Most people never did. Most people who got Days Gone only played about 3-4 hours. Said, wow, this shit is boring. And never played it again. All right, Dying Light 2, I hate to say it, it just seems like more of the same. And what's funny about this is, this game was developed for seven years. Seven years! And you're playing it and you're like, okay, so there's open world parkour like the first game. All right, it's been a long time since we had a game like that, so that's kind of neat. The graphics are outstanding, right? The graphics look really good on the Xbox Series X. Um, and then you're playing and it's like, all right, three hours in my first stream, now the game opens up. So three hours to just get out of the intro tutorial and actually be able to play the real game. Okay. <clears throat> now yesterday I start playing it again and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do some open world stuff. So I start taking over the lighthouses, excuse me, I keep calling them lighthouses. I don't know why they're windmills. I have no clue why I say lighthouses. So I start taking over the windmills, alright? I start doing random looting of various areas. Uh, there's a few side missions to fight bandits. Um, I got to the bazaar, which is the main hub town. Started talking to the random people there, doing missions for them. Like there were people who had been poisoned with water, and I went to save them. And stuff like that, okay? And I'm playing it another two hours. Now I'm five hours in, and I'm like, something's off here. I'm doing an open-world RPG game, right? It's open-world, do all this mission. I haven't leveled up. I haven't gotten any abilities. I'm just as weak as I was at the beginning of the game. Like, what is going on? And it's hilarious because, you know, this is a, a criticism I have of the game. And people actually had the, the audacity to come to the comments of my videos and say, Oh, if you're six hours in and you really haven't had any new leveling or anything, you're, you're lying lying you're commenting on the video <laughs> you're literally commenting on the video that's the raw gameplay corroborating what i'm saying 
You know what I mean? Like, you're watching the video, and in the video I'm saying I'm six hours in and I haven't really leveled up yet. I feel weak as hell. The, the evidence is there. There's six straight hours of raw coverage to show you what I'm talking about, and you're telling me I'm a liar. Okay? So, there's just so many things that could have been done better with Dying Light 2, a game seven years in development that would have made this a better game. First of all, don't make a three-hour introduction. Make it a one-hour introduction, then throw you into an introductory area that introduces the gameplay mechanics of open-world exploration, looting at night because the zombies, the super-powered zombies, aren't inside at night, using the UV stuff to stay alive. Have an, a couple hours of that, okay? To introduce you to the real gameplay elements. Then throw you back into the story for another two hours where you're trying to get your bracelet that shows that you're not infected and all of that. Then maybe throw you into another open world area of the game that's the real meat of the game. So at least then when you've played three hours, you've still played the real game, but you've also done a lot of story elaboration. This game sticks you in three hours of story that's nothing like the gameplay of the real game. Okay? Then by the time you get to the open world, okay, I want to be able to do all this fun stuff. Well, you can't because you're weak as shit. You spent three hours in the story and didn't level up. So now you have to waste time going around trying to learn the gameplay mechanics while you're weak as shit. And that's another thing, too. The game did not do a great job of teaching the gameplay mechanics. Here I am playing the game, and people, I'm, I'm like, wait a minute. I've been playing for four or five hours. I have no money. I have a hundred coins. I didn't find money anywhere in the universe. I looted a ton of shit, but I don't have any money. How am I supposed to do anything? And people are like, oh, what you're supposed to do is you go to the vendor at the bazaar, and there's a screen that says it's your your listed valuables, and you can sell all valuables, and that's how you get money in the game. I'm like, well, that's great. Was it going to tell me? You know, like, okay, the whole game you're looting, you think, is this any other looter game? Like, I'm playing Skyrim right now. I'm grabbing tons of money everywhere I go. This game, there's no money. You have to have specific valuables you find and sell them. By the way, when you grab them, it's never like, oh, you found a unique valuable. Good for you. Instead, it's just another piece of loot. Everything in this game is just another piece of loot. Really. Seriously, grab everything. I see everything. Grab it. Fucking shove it in my pocket. Shove it in my back. Shove it up my ass just so I can carry 400 pounds of loot. And then you go to the vendor and apparently you unload it all. Okay? <clears throat> so, basically, I'm six hours in. I'd say I've probably done about two hours of optional kind of open world roaming side questing and four hours of story. All right. So far, I've increased my stamina once. I haven't increased my health at all. Okay. I've increased my ability to climb once. So I have a little bit. What I think what it is is when your stamina meter is uh, empty, you could do one more jump. They give you an extra jump so you don't just lose your grip right away. You can try to scale the very top. You get one final chance to try to climb up a structure. Okay? I also, at the very tail end of my stream, I got the recovery roll. All right? So when you're falling, press B. You roll. You don't take a lot of damage. You reduce damage when you're falling. And you also don't lose your momentum. I specifically remember this being very important in the first game. A lot of the chase segments, are to stay ahead of the zombies chasing, you have to do this recovery roll. Okay? <clears throat> um, and in combat... So far, I have one combat ability unlocked. It's supposed to be if you're standing above enemies, you could do a, a flying dropkick down onto the enemies, but it doesn't work. I've had multiple situations where I'm on a building standing looking down on enemies, and never once has it said, oh, press the trigger to do the dropkick. It just doesn't work. I don't know if there's a specific 
distance or angle or whatever because the game doesn't explain that at all. It just expects you to somehow fucking know how to do stuff, okay? Now, at the tail end of yesterday's stream, meaning like the last 10 minutes, I was talking to the audience about this, and I'm like, how am I six hours into an open-world RPG, and I've, I've played all this stuff, I haven't really leveled, my abilities suck, the combat, oh, by the way, the combat is incredibly simplistic. It's wait, dodge, hit. Wait, dodge, hit. There's a parry mechanic that doesn't work right. In any other game, when you parry, what you're supposed to do is wait for the enemy to hit you. And at the very last moment when they're connecting with you, you press the block button. Or, in the case of Street Fighter, you press forward or down on the joystick in the direction where you're getting hit, and you parry. Okay? What that's supposed to do is either deflect the enemy and leave them open, or have it so that now you have a window to do something to counterattack. Okay? In Dying Light 2, the timing is not press the button as you're getting hit. It's press the button slightly before you're getting hit. So instead of timing it perfectly, you actually have to time it imperfectly to parry properly, which is incredibly frustrating. It's the only game I've ever played where they actually made the parry before you're getting hit. And because of that, I get hit all the fucking time trying to get a parry in. And people are like, oh, well, first of all, <clears throat> there's a heavy attack that enemies are using and it's going through your parry. There is? What the fuck is that? Is there any indication of it? Because they all look the same to me. A guy's swinging. So they're all the same attack. How the fuck can I tell what's a parry and what's not a parry? Uh, or what, Excuse me. What's parryable, what's not? What's heavy, what's not? How the fuck do I know? I didn't make the game, right? So. So, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure all this out, and the combat kind of sucks, not going to lie. The parkour is good. I'll say this. I like the parkour, all right? And I get the feeling that over the course of the game, when I get more stamina and more abilities, I'll probably like the parkour even more. It's already kind of free-flowing, but I get the feeling it'll be even more free-flowing the more I play this game. Um, the graphics are great. The story is okay, but I haven't really gotten that far in the story yet to really make a comment on that. Um, <clears throat> the leveling system is terrible. You shouldn't play a game for six hours and feel like a weakling, nor should you not be able to even get any abilities to make the game better in six hours. It should have a much better leveling system than that, and it doesn't, okay? And also, the game should function like every other fucking open-world game. If you do quests, you get rewarded. In this game, this is what I found out in the last ten minutes of my stream, that's not how the game works. Yes, you get experience points, but you can't use the experience points to get levels until you actually upgrade your stamina and your health. How do you upgrade your stamina and your health? Well, you have to go to the specific loot areas only at night, because if you go during the day, there's a super zombie there that insta-kills you. So instead, you have to go only during the night cycles, go inside and find these inhibitors. Now, the inhibitors are rare, so you have to go specifically and look and sometimes do puzzles and things to get them and solve them. Then you get the inhibitors. For every three inhibitors you find, you can level up either your health or your stamina for your own choice. Once you get enough inhibitors, you can now significantly upgrade your character's health and stamina. Now the experience points you've earned through the quest lines can allow you to unlock further abilities. So, can you tell me any other fucking open world game like this that has a system like this? No, really. Can't it just tell you that, by the way? Because it didn't mention inhibitors. It didn't say, oh, by the way, drop everything you want to fucking do and go spend four hours grabbing inhibitors. Because if you don't have these things, you can't ever level anything up. No, seriously, this game is 
poorly designed when it comes to this system. It's overly convoluted. It's like everything is, is an, a complicated mess. Instead of everything being more simple, more easy to jump in and say, here it is, it's, oh, here it is, but you have to go here, then know this, but then you need to know this nuance and this nuance, and then there's this and this and this. Whoa, 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 whoa. Fuck this. I just started playing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, geez. This is like, can I just have fun? No, not allowed. Not until you get 20 inhibitors and you learn this skill and that, then you can start to have fun. Okay? Ladies and gentlemen. Games should be fun when they fucking begin. I think what's happened is that game developers now have this mentality that like, oh, our game has to have this big, this earned reward, right? When you play through the first 12 hours of our game, then it starts to be fun. No. When I spent money to buy your game, it should have already started to be fucking fun when I booted it. All right. I'll be honest. The first hour I enjoyed, we were out in the, in the in the countryside. The graphics were beautiful, and we were getting a little bit of intro about how the parkour worked. You had your first major fight against some of the zombies in that parking lot or whatever. And then ever since then, it's been like, when's the next piece of fun? I'm, I'm waiting. What's what is fun about this game so far? I would say after yesterday's three-hour stream, I had fun when I was doing the story mission, which was the last 45 minutes of the stream. We were going through the the underground uh, subway, and there was a ton of zombies down there. You had to avoid most of them, fought a few of them. Uh, you fought one unique zombie and got a reward for it. Then after that, you meet the Peacekeepers, who's one of the factions in the game. You got a little bit of story. That was the mission. I was like, okay, we had some story uh, elaboration and some story progression, and we had some fun gameplay mechanics in that part. All right, I had a good time with that 45 minutes out of the three hours I played. The other two hours and 15 minutes was like torture. Really? The game is not fun to begin with, when you have to work your ass off to make the game fun, the game developer fucked up. The game should be fun from the get-go, and then you, the more you play, the more you're rewarded. Maybe more game mechanics unlocked to make it even more fun or more varied. Because here's the thing. A game might start out fun, but then get repetitive. But if you're constantly adding upon that formula with new abilities, new upgrades, new areas, new challenges, now that fun stays fresh. Not... Our game is tough and boring for the first six, seven hours until you finally unlock some cool abilities, then it's good. Well, fuck you. Make a better game. No, really. I mean it. Make a better fucking game. I don't want to suffer through a slow-ass fucking intro, a badly designed intro with terrible abilities. I'm weak as shit. Nothing's fun until I suffer through it. Okay? Really. It pisses me off. It pisses me off. I don't want... Every game doesn't have to be ultimate challenge to get to something rewarding. It could be, oh, here's some fun to begin with, and then maybe when you do something challenging, you get rewarded later on with a special ability or something. Not, oh, it's just fucking a pain in the ass from the start. Seriously, like, oh my god, man. And it pisses me off because it's seven years in development, and what did they improve? The graphics. That's it. Like, I'm playing the game, and I'm like, what's a bit different between this and the first game? The graphics and the and the leveling tree is different. Because remember, in the first game, there were three. I think it was survival, combat, and something else. There were three different leveling trees. Now there's only two, right? Combat and parkour. So, I don't know what else to say. Like, I scratch my head. I'm like, I'm trying to be honest. With you guys. I'm trying not to... Again, I don't want to sugarcoat. At the same time, I'm trying not to be overly hateful. I'm hopeful that the game will get better. I mean, I fucking bought it. You know? I want to enjoy it. So far, 
outside of like two story missions, I'm not enjoying it. I actually feel like it's not an enjoyable game. Maybe again, maybe this is another day's gone. Maybe this is a situation, okay, where what you need to do is tough through the beginning. Because the beginning is frustrating. Okay. And and then afterwards, right? After 10, 12 hours, you get enough inhibitors, you get enough abilities. Now you're faster. Your combat is better. Your parkour is smoother. And now you can just kind of seamlessly run around the game and do whatever you want without much trouble. And now it's more fun because you're free to explore. Right now, everything is a fucking chore. Seriously. It's not, like I said, the, the combat's not even fun at all. There's nothing fun about this combat. Stand there and wait. Dodge, hit, hit, dodge, hit, hit. Oh, I parry. Dodge, hit, hit. What the fuck is that? That's the combat right now. I mean, like I said, there's a whole combat tree, and maybe after it takes longer and longer and longer to upgrade all your combat abilities, maybe by the end of the game, your combat's fun. <laughs> oh, wow, that's really good. What about the other 20, 30 hours I spent getting there? Oh, don't worry about those hours that you suffered and didn't like the combat. It's good now. So, let's see what happens. Because, again, I'm not giving up on the game. I bought it. I'm going to keep playing it. And I'm going to hopefully get better at it. I already told my viewing audience at the end of yesterday's stream. I said, listen. I am going to uh, go ahead and next time around focus on getting the inhibitors. Okay? I'm just going to get the inhibitors. I'm going to try to find them. I'm going to try to... Uh, upgrade. If that means I do that for two, three fucking hours, then I do it for two, three fucking hours. I need abilities. I need improvements. At this point, I'm at a point where I'm like, I want to have fun with the game, and I feel like the, the current state of what I can do in the game sucks ass and it isn't fun. So, if it's just getting inhibitors, I'm getting the inhibitors, and we're just going to do it. And fuck the story and fuck everything else. I'll just focus on doing that and trying to, have, trying to upgrade my guy next time. Okay? Maybe that's just what it is. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we'll find out, okay? So that's my honest take. After six hours of Dying Light 2, I'm just not impressed. The graphics are what I'm impressed with. The graphics look good. Outside of that, I, I don't even know what they did for seven years. And I'm not trying to be a dick. I'm like seven fucking years, and it feels like you're playing the first game only slower paced and not as fun and slower progression. Seven years to figure out to make your game not as enjoyable. Okay. Great. Um. So. <clears throat> yeah. That was our new release for Friday. That's the first new release of the month. Sadly, it doesn't give me much hope for the rest of the month, but let's hope that maybe the game will get better, and let's hope that the other games are different. Okay? All right. So, that's the first new release of the month. Let's talk about the next new release of the month, Sifu. Okay? Sifu is coming out on Tuesday. It's my first gameplay stream on Tuesday when I come back from break. So, what is Sifu? And how how is it play? I mean, a lot of information is now coming out about the game because, excuse me, because, oh my god, I can't stop burping. Sorry. A lot of information is coming out of the game because now the review embargo has been lifted. All the reviews came out this morning. Kind of mixed, although mostly skewed towards the positive. A lot of people giving it 8 or 9. Few people giving it a 5. When you read the reviews, it's kind of interesting. Basically, people are saying this about Sifu. Refreshing as hell, because what was the last time that we saw in hand-to-hand -hand kung fu combat game? Right? You could probably count on on your hands the amount of kung fu combat games we've had in the last decade. And you probably won't fill all your digits, right? Um, 
<clears throat> apparently, the game has a unique mechanic that some people really like and other people really hate. Apparently, the mechanic, I guess, is that you have one life. And as you play the game over the course of the game, you age. And I guess you have to beat the game by the time that you age all the way. And then the game's over if you don't. But it's kind of weird. I guess as you age, you get new abilities or something. It's not clear. Like, I didn't want to completely spoil the game. So I was just kind of skimming through some reviews and summaries. I didn't want to, like, completely ruin the game for myself or spoil it. Um, so I was reading. I'm like, okay, so there's an aging system. It's unique. But a lot of people are complaining about the difficulty. A lot of people are saying, when you are succeeding... When you are properly using the gameplay engine and you're kicking ass, it's free-flowing, it's fun, it's very interesting. But a lot of people are complaining and saying, number one, the enemies just do way too much damage. Even the little minion dudes can come and cheap hit you and you're like, they're really whittling away at your health because these sages can be quite lengthy and challenging. And it's annoying because, you know, maybe someone sneak attacks you and now you can't beat the stage because he took so much health off at an early part of the stage. Um... And a lot of people are saying that definitely it's a crazy challenging game. Not to say that it's like, oh my god, over the top unbeatable. But I'm definitely seeing some people trying to review the game getting very frustrated with it and saying that it's very hard and they can't beat it. No, really. Like some people outright say, I can't beat this game, so my review is only to this point or whatever. I'm like, wow, okay. So it's funny because some people are like, uh, some people are like, this game is rewarding because it's so challenging, but when you overcome the challenge, you figure out how to win each combat situation, you feel like, yeah, I solved the puzzle, I beat it, I know what to do now, now it's on to the next. While other people are like, it's just too frustrating to figure it out, and it's not fun. So I guess it depends. I guess it depends on how how quickly will you understand the combat engine? How quickly will you get get it? Now, here's the thing. Uh, if, you, if you compare this to, say, Sekiro, it sounds almost the same. Like, Sekiro had a unique combat system based off of a parrying system and using these gadgets to fight. Once you mastered that system, <clears throat> right, you could pretty much go through the whole game and you were fighting the bosses, you were mastering the stuff. I mean, hell, you master the parry system, you even kick the final boss's ass, right? But you need to master the parry system, and if you don't, you're fucked. The game is too hard, good luck trying to play Sekiro like Dark Souls. It's just not gonna happen, you see? So, maybe that's what this is, where this game has a, a challenging and difficult combo system or, or just combat system in general and the common person just can't get it but those who you know are used to more difficult games will kind of get the hang of it and they'll think it's an amazing game and everyone else will think it sucks. I don't know. That's It's kind of a weird dichotomy. It is. I'm not sure exactly how best to describe it. That some people can take a game like that and say, it's one of the best games I've played, one of the best games of the year, and someone else can say, nah, it's just too difficult, I hate it. Okay? Personally, Sekiro, I thought was a good game, but I didn't love it, and certainly didn't like it as much as the previous From Software games. Why? Because it was a one-trick pony. The combat system was based pretty much off the parry. If you didn't like the parry system, you just weren't going to like Sekiro, because that was 99% of the combat, quite frankly. Um, I hope... Sifu is not a one-trick pony. I hope that there's more to it. Maybe there's a lot of complex things you learn that you can use to fight through. I saw some gameplay footage of it where they're doing hand-to-hand -hand combat, slamming people against walls, knocking them down, taking their legs out, and then all of a sudden, pick up nunchucks. And now you're whipping the nunchucks around, beating them up with a combo with a nunchuck. And then the guy comes at you with a knife. You, oh, counter. Twist his arm. 
take his knife, boom, take him out, you know, that kind of stuff. That's going to be fun if it has a lot to it. If it's like, just master this one thing and do it 99 times, that's probably going to be fucking boring. So I hope it's not that case, okay? I guess we'll see. Um, Retro Parasite says, buy the deluxe edition to see if you can play it today. No. No. I'm going to play it on Tuesday when it comes out. I'm not paying extra money to play it early. <laughs> I have other shit to do. Okay. <clears throat> so, I guess we'll see on Tuesday, okay? We're going to see on Tuesday what Sifu really is. I'm excited. I hope that it's fun. Here's the, th here's the thing, ultimately. Challenge is one thing. Fun is another. If a game is challenging, but you eventually overcome that challenge and it becomes fun, then it's all worth it. If a game is challenging to the point where, like, it's not fun to even learn how to do it because it's so fucking annoying, you know, I guess we'll see. <clears throat> and it's funny because I wish I could judge from the reviews what it's going to be, but I can't because some reviewers love it and other reviewers, like, absolutely hate it. So it's kind of an interesting mix. Again, it might be dependent directly on your skill level in this kind of game. I don't know. I haven't played a beat-em-up in a long time. Uh, you know, there's been a few over the last few years. Like Streets of Rage, uh, what was the, the Streets of Rage 4, stuff like that. And I never really jumped into any of them. So, I don't know. I don't know how I'll do in this one. Of course, this one is a 3D plane, a lot of different new mechanics. So, I guess we're going to see on Tuesday, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. So, those are the two new releases for the week. How is this week going to work? Let me explain. Today, it's Skyrim Anniversary Edition on the first stream. And Pokemon Legends Arceus continuing on the late stream at 6.45 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, okay? Tomorrow, I'm off of streaming. Hope you all have a good day. Perhaps get caught up on all my playthroughs that I've been doing this last week, if you want to, here on DSP Gaming. When I come back on Tuesday, it'll be the premiere of Sifu. And then, it'll be Skyrim now being moved to the late night streams. So, Skyrim moving forward for the rest of this month will continue, but it's going to be late night streams, not daytime streams, Okay? Cool. All right. Then, on Wednesday, I'm really going to leave it in your hands. What I want to do is judge and see public opinion on Sifu. Did you guys like it on Tuesday and want to see more right away? Or do we want to alternate back to Dying Light 2 for a fun Gather the Inhibitors session? Which, like I said, that's what I'm going to do when I play it next. Um, so I guess we'll see what happens after Sifu on Tuesday and what you want to see next on Wednesday. And then basically what I'll do for the week, I'll alternate between the two games. Sifu, Dying Light 2, back and forth. The night streams, similarly, will be alternation between Skyrim and Pokemon Legends Arceus, okay? Now, Friday night is going to be Street Fighter as usual. Now, some people have questioned whether or not I should keep doing old school Street Fighter because I guess the impression is that right now there's so much going on now with new releases that people think that I should maybe focus on the new releases. And in addition to that, okay, uh, we got a new fighting game coming out soon. It's called King of Fighters 15. All right, and I used to play King of Fighters back in the day in arcades along the same times that I was playing Street Fighter. Now, it never, never was as competitive. It never had the community and the fan base that Street Fighter did in the United States. Street, uh, King of Fighters was kind of like the third rung. You had Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, King of Fighters, okay? But I still liked it. I played it many times over the years, the various iterations. I even had to get some emulated because they weren't even available on American consoles at one point. So I had to emulate them on my PC to play some of these games. And I played the two betas, and I really liked them. So, when King of Fighters 15 comes out, the question is, should I now have King of Fighters 15 take over 
as my regular fighting game? And if that's the case, should I drop doing the Friday Night Fights Street Fighter streams and instead turn them into King of Fighters streams? And it's funny because there seems to be a mixed opinion. A lot of people seriously enjoy the Street Fighter streams. They come every week. They support every week. They love the lore of Street Fighter. They love learning about the characters, the balance, the stories that I tell about the games back in the day and everything. Every Friday night is like a nostalgia trip, okay? So they like that, having that once a week. <clears throat> While others are like, we're tired of it. Do something different. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when King of Fighters comes out. And I guess we'll judge from there. Maybe we'll give it a rest for one week and just see how people like King of Fighters and see if that's what, you know, what we'll do. Um... Let's see. All right? So, that's that for this week, at least. That's the schedule. Now, this weekend, either Saturday or Sunday, I'm not sure yet. It's either a week from yesterday or a week from today. I'm going to be doing a Game Pass Marathon event. All right? During this day, it's going to be a marathon stream, meaning it won't be two separate streams split up like I do now. <clears throat> it's going to be one long major stream. During this stream, I'm going to be playing a variety of games from Microsoft Game Pass. Some of them are going to be games that likely I've already played once or twice, and you guys want to see more of that game. Others will likely be games I've never played off Game Pass before, and you want a taste of them for the very first time. How will this be determined? You. You're going to vote. I'm actually going to post up a series of polls, um, either Tuesday or Wednesday, and you guys are going to be voting on the polls, and your votes on the polls will determine what games we play during the marathon event. All right? Now, in addition to that, there will also be a live episode of Feasting with the King. And Feasting with the King is going to be a, a really fun thing that I do where I taste a new cuisine or type of food that I'm not used to eating, okay? Usually, it's something weird and outside the box, although one time we had Sonic fast food, but other times we've had Indian food, Mediterranean food, and Filipino food, okay? I can tell you right now, two of the options definitely will be Vietnamese food and Thai food, both of those are types of food that I have not very often had. The couple times that I had them, I loved it. And I know that they have some really interesting dishes available in those cuisines. But what I'll probably try to do is maybe figure out one one or two more kinds of food that are around here available for ordering. And then what we'll do is uh, we'll live order during that marathon. That morning, we'll actually place an order together, which is kind of neat that we do that. Okay. Uh, but anyway, there will be another poll for that during the course of the week. So you're going to be voting not only on the games I'll be playing during this marathon, but also on the food that I'll be eating during the marathon. All right? So all that, when I get back from my break, starting on Tuesday, I'll probably maybe post a one poll. You guys will start with that, and then we'll do the next poll, etc., etc., etc. Okay? Yes, Bros, if he says, do they have barbecue around you you can order? There's a, a few different kinds of barbecue places. Um, there's, like, like, chain stuff, like Famous Dave's. There's one nearby that's pretty good. But then on top of that, there's like another place. Is it called Jimmy Max? I think it's called Jimmy Max, and that's a roadhouse, and they also do barbecue. Thing is, they're really fucking expensive, and I don't really think I want to drop, you know, $60, $70 for fucking barbecue because they're so ridiculously expensive over there. Plus, they give you so much food, I'll never eat it all. Um, But we'll see. Maybe that's something else I could do. American barbecue. True. Okay. Anyway, guys. Um... So yeah, so this is going to happen this week. You guys are going to be very interactive and you're going to be able to vote on the kind of food that I eat plus the games that I'm playing. What day is the marathon? I'm not sure yet. We're actually waiting to get my wife's work schedule um, for this coming week. 
because we're not sure when her next day off is after a certain point. But it doesn't really matter. Let's put it this way. It doesn't really matter. What we'll do is we'll probably just end up picking a day. And when I come back on Tuesday, I'll say, okay, the marathon's either Saturday or Sunday. And I'll set it in stone so everyone can plan. They want to be here for the fun Game Pass marathon, right? You'll be, you know, that way you can make it. Okay? <laughs> All right. Very good. So, that's the week. I hope that sounds good to you. I hope that sounds like a plan. I hope that sounds entertaining and fun and interesting. Um, I think it'll be good, you know, alternating two new games on the early streams and then having Skyrim, which has been an ongoing, fun, chill, success playthrough with Pokemon, which is another ongoing uh, play uh, chill playthrough. I think it's going to be good stuff, man. So I'm excited. Now, here's the thing. We do have the ability to mix things up. Let's say, for example, we play Sifu on Tuesday, and maybe it's not so good. Maybe I don't like it as much. Maybe you guys don't like it as much. All right? I actually don't know how long Sifu is. Okay? It doesn't sound like a super lengthy game to me. I could be wrong. I have to look into it. But there's always potential that we could rotate things around, too. All right? If Sifu ends up being a dud, or if I hate Dying Light, too, and I don't want to play it as much... We could always rotate the streams around again and do a different order. We'll still be playing the same games, but we could definitely rotate around the orders and the priorities, okay? But let's see what happens. I don't want to say that and then get people's hopes up and think, oh, so Hill's going to be playing Skyrim again more? Let's see what happens, okay? Yeah, seafood. I'm playing seafood on Tuesday. Ugh. <sighs> Okay, uh, outside of that, um, the only other thing I really want to mention, all right, we're at a new record, we're at a new record, of, I don't know what I was doing with my jaw, we're at a new record of members, guys, a brand new record, 360, we've hit the new record again, this is cool, it's like every day or every couple of days, we're actually hitting a new record for members here on the channel. Awesome. So we're actually having slow progress. Today is the 6th. So we're about a week into February. And already we've seen this increase by about 10. Alright. I think that once we get more new releases on here. And or the bigger ones. Because let's be honest. I think the bigger new releases for this month are Horizon Forbidden West and Elden Ring. I think that we will see a distinct increase in that. But we have to get to that point. Okay. Um. <clears throat> so I'm happy. Thank you guys who have joined to become members this month. Thank you for those who are supporting the streams. Thank you to those who are liking the streams. Yes, I can definitively tell you, I'm not even kidding, since like two, three days ago, my subs went way up. I already got like a new hundred subscribers to the channel in a few days. And that's actually fast, okay? Like, usually it takes a while to get new subscribers on DSP Gaming. But since I started playing these new releases and you guys are liking the streams, my subs have gone up in a pretty distinct way. I, oh! So this is initially the first time I'm ever really tracking this, and it's definitely working. It's 100% working. You guys liking the content absolutely positively is working, okay? So please, if you're having fun with the streams, if you're having fun with the videos on demand, please continue to like those videos and streams. It's helping a ton. Like I told you guys, my goal <clears throat> is 100 likes per stream, all right? And so far, we've hit that. 
we've been hitting 100 likes every stream. Right now, we're over 50 likes and increasing, which is awesome. Uh, videos, I'll be honest, on-demand videos is a lot harder. On-demand videos uh, to get the likes because people have been conditioned to think that DSP Gaming is just an archive channel, as I said, for five plus years. So they come here, they watch the video, they're out of here. They don't think, oh, I should click like on that video. Oh, I should leave a comment on the video. I need that kind of stuff now. No, really. If it's even just a comment that says, Phil, I like the video, or Phil, thanks for the video, that helps. I'm not even kidding. That little, hi, how you doing? Thanks. That helps the channel for engagement purposes. Okay? So please, uh, continue. Continue to like everything. Please leave comments. The other thing is, I really am trying to build this channel up. Uh, and I'd like to have 200,000 subscribers by my birthday, which is the first week of April. That's literally two months from now. 60 days from today. All right. Well, hold on a second. Less than that. Because there's... Sadly, there's not 30 days in, in February, right? There's only 28 days in February. And then 31 in March. So, a little under 60 days left. And I'll be honest, it, it's going to be rough. Here's why, all right? A game like Dying Light 2 brings in a few subscribers, you know, a hundred. Sifu, I don't know how many su sub Sifu will bring in. I'm sure there'll be some people to come to the channel to see it, but it's not necessarily going to be this giant mainstream deal, okay? King of Fighters 15. Hmm. That's an interesting one because although there are definitely people who come to this channel to watch old school Street Fighter once a week, there has not really been a dedicated group of viewers coming to watch me play fighting games, especially new fighting games, in a very long time. I mean, back in the day, yes, I was known for fighting games. People came to DSP Gaming to watch Street Fighter, whether it was Street Fighter 4, whether it was uh, Street Fighter Cross Tekken, whether it was Tekken itself, um, whether it was other fighting games, new fighting games that came out, the Mortal Kombat and one reboot and all of that. You know, there was a lot of fighting game stuff back in the day that people came here for. And I don't know if they're going to come out to watch King of Fighters here or not, you know. Um, there's definitely potential. I think it depends on a few factors. Number one, how much I dedicate myself to the game. Like, if I'm actually saying, okay, I really like King of Fighters 15. I'm going to play it two, three times a week. What, maybe one major stream, two night streams. Um, or vice versa, two major streams, one night stream. And I'm going to dedicate myself to learning one or two teams and play them really high level. And then maybe casually I do a stream every week where I try out other other teams. And we do all the content, whatever the content is in the single player game. Plus we're doing online play all the time. You see what I'm saying? Like there's a lot of time investment needed to really get into a fighting game at any kind of a competitive level. The other factor is, am I going to like the game once we get to the high level gameplay? Because a lot of games are very fun initially. Like, oh, on face value, the basics are fun. But then when you get to the high-level gameplay, oh, we would need to master this of uh, this ridiculous mechanic, and this mechanic dominates the whole game, and it's not very fun at a high level because it's kind of repetitive, the same shit over and over. And then it can be very frustrating. Um, so I guess we're going to see. We're going to see once I get into this game, how good is it online, right? How fun is it to play with a wide variety of characters? And another thing that's a key factor in fighting games, how much do you guys like it? Because the thing is, not everyone is into fighting games. And I know that I have a wide audience that likes a variety of stuff. What if half my audience is turned off by King of Fighters and doesn't want to see it, right? Then that kind of sucks because that's isolating half my audience. Uh, I might very well bring a lot of new eyes to the channel for King of Fighters 15, but then half the people who were watching are turned off from it, you see? So, I guess we'll have to see what happens. I, I hope, 
I do actually hope people will not only tune in who are already fans of, of my channel and my content, but will bring new eyes to DSP Gaming as well. So perhaps King of Fighters 15 will bring a lot of people. Horizon Forbidden West, I think there will be some people who will come. I don't think that's going to be as big as some people are predicting for me. Um, especially because the first game, you know, when I played it, a lot of people were overhyped for it, and I played it and thought it was good, but not like, oh my god, you, you blew my socks off kind of good. Um... And quite frankly, I think a lot of people with a game like that, since that's such an ultra-mainstream game, they're going to be going to watch other people play it early, and they're not really going to care about guys like me playing it. I'm just being honest. Like, I actually think out of all the games this month that I'm playing, I think Horizon Forbidden West may actually bring the least attention to DSP Gaming. I mean it, too. Even though it might very well be the best game of the month, it might not bring much attention to it, Okay. And then, Elden Ring. Sorry, I should have said it this way. And then, Elden Ring. Because when Elden Ring comes out, it's going to be exactly the same as every single time a From Software game comes out. Okay? It's going to be as follows. Hey, Phil, how do you like Elden Ring? Phil, are you playing Elden Ring today? Phil, when's Elden Ring? Phil, how is Elden Ring? Phil, you're playing Elden Ring now. You're playing it tonight as well. Phil, is Elden Ring tomorrow? Phil, how was Elden Ring yesterday? Phil, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden Ring, Elden, 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 Elden Ring, 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 Elden Ring. I mean, I don't blame them. These games go viral, right? People playing games like that, they go crazy. And people in particular like watching me see play from, from software stuff. Why? Because I'm not great at it at first. I can get good at it over time. Like Sekiro, I sucked ass at that game for the first arguably 15 hours. And then I kind of finally got the parrying system. It clicked. And once it clicked, I basically kicked the game's ass at the end. Like if you look at me fighting the stuff at the end of the game, the final boss I beat in like three tries. Well, most people said it took him hours and hours. I just whooped his ass. I parried the fuck out of him, and then I overwhelmed him with that fucking axe and broke his guard a million times, and I cut his balls off, and I shoved them down his fucking throat. I kicked him so hard in his ass that his heart launched out of his mouth. <laughs> I, I did. That final boss, I kicked his ass. Other things in the game destroyed me, for sure. But that final, like those fucking guardian apes, fuck that shit. Those guys are dicks. But I kicked the shit out of the final boss. Anyway. <clears throat> That being said, from software games, bring butts to the seats, bring viewers to the streams, and get people to watch on demand. I know Elden Ring will bring a lot of attention to DSP Gaming. People will be coming back out of nowhere. Wow, I haven't watched DSP Gaming in years. He's playing Elden Ring. Oh, shit. I'm coming to watch Elden Ring. You know what I mean? So I know it's going to be exciting. I know it's going to be fun. And uh, I'm excited for that. I am. But guess what? That's the very end of February. Like, that's like the 28th. There's like the last day of February. That's when the game comes out, right? So, so what I mean, like, I'm hoping that all this other stuff during the month will bring views to the, to the, to the channel, and hopefully we'll get more people coming and, and joining and, and subbing, you know? We'll see what happens. Um, <clears throat> also, now, March is looking stacked. March is starting to turn out to be a really crazy big month for games, which originally it looked dead, and now all of a sudden it's like, there's like five, six more major new releases coming out in March. Like, oh shit. Like, this is getting crazy. It's going to be two crazy months now. So, very good. All right. So, ladies and gentlemen, the month is looking exciting. I hope this all sounds good to you. 
um, please keep doing what you're doing. That's all I can ask. Please support the streams however you can. Whether it's liking the stream, liking the video on demand, leaving comments on the videos, memberships, which are at an all-time high, super chats, super stickers, tips. The tips have been great the last couple of days after having a few slow days and literally having shitheads making fun of me, saying, oh, Phil, you had a slow premiere stream of Dying Light 2 and your, your streams have been slow this week. You're fucked. <laughs> Where's all your silent majority fans? And then the last three days, I've been hitting all the tip skulls, right? So, see, this is, what, this is what happens. These idiots open their fucking mouths, and then it all backfires on them, all right? Here's open today. We can keep that pattern going with Skyrim Anniversary Edition. I'd be more than happy to be wearing some silly shit for you guys. A silly hat, likely the Skyrim hat, right? We'll probably wear the multiple Skyrim hats, because I have two. I'll probably alternate between them. If we get the $100 tip skull, I'd love to have a vest today as well. Um, yesterday... We wore, let me think about this, the denim and the beige vest. And then before then it was the platinum. So today it could be the red, the camo, the gold, and we can actually bring back one of the vests that's never been worn in a long time, like the blue, right? We can actually put one of those vests in the running. I can't believe we actually have a week where we've been hitting the vest goals. I seriously can't. We It's been a while since we've been consistently hitting the full tips goals and you guys have been so supportive recently thank you guys so much it's helping a ton by the way this like i said this is a really rough week for me financially and you're helping me out a big time because i was nervous about having to pay this these tons of bills this week and then affording everything else and you guys are helping me so thank you so very much for this all right hopefully we can have a nice strong ending here to the week strong day you know hitting the goals and everything would be great all right so thanks in advance to anyone who contributes in any way so far, good start to February for sure, okay? All right, let's get the shout-outs. <clears throat> Here we go. Northern person, no, I do not have a P.O. box at all. Um, if you're interested in ever donating anything to me or my streams, you can email me at darksidefillahotmail.com and we can talk about the specifics. Um, a long, long time ago, I had a P.O. box, okay? <clears throat> Excuse me. And basically, a couple things happened. Number one, people sent me a ton of shit that I didn't ask for. And it, a lot of it was useless stuff that I couldn't do anything with. And then, basically, it stopped being used altogether. It was like I was paying for this box that was barely getting any use. And I was like, why do I still have this thing? So I got rid of it a very long time ago and really haven't had a use for it. Like I said, if you want to possibly donate something to the stream, you can email me. Okay? Okay. Let's get the shout-outs. So we start off today with Light Side Phil, who did a super chat and says, it's, it's you from another dimension, where my positivity and generosity grow me as big as PewDiePie. I'm just checking in. Well, if that's the alternate dimension, then you are PewDiePie. You see, PewDiePie is Dark Side Phil, and Dark Side Phil is PewDiePie. Imagine that. Imagine an alternate dimension where I was the one who got alternate or hugely, ginormously, virally popular. And not him. Yeah. But this is the dimension where he sacrificed a bunch of goats to the gods of the underworld. So he got all the popularity. It's, it is what it is. Alright. Zoya did a super chat. And says, are you worried that new games so far are flopping? You know, it's not so much that they're flopping. It's that... Let me put it this way. <clears throat> First of all, you say new games flopping. Well, we only had one new game. Dying Light 2. Pokemon is good. There's absolutely... I like Pokemon a lot. I think that Pokemon Legends Arceus 
is quite a great game that innovates on the Pokemon formula. Here's the problem with it. Okay? Here's the problem with it. The graphics suck. And in the modern day, you kind of need to have the complete package or you need to be full retro. It's one or the other. Okay? It's either our game is meant to look retro, so it has the pixel graphics, the blips, the bloops, or it's modern. Now the graphics are outstanding with all this, you know, sh high definition shading and textures, and it has to look futuristic. You see what I'm saying? Um, so this is when you look at the perspective of things. I love Pokemon Legends Arceus. I think having the open world exploration, the action based catching and combat and gathering and everything is different from traditional Pokemon, and I feel like it actually has modernized Pokemon for the first time ever. Pokemon was outdated. And this game has actually brought it into modern gameplay mechanics. The problem is it looks terrible. And I'm not going to lie. It does. It looks bad. It looks like a game from two, three console gens ago. Because Nintendo fucking has an underpowered console. And Game Freak doesn't care about the graphics because of that. You see? If Let me put it this way. If Nintendo had a console that was just as good as the other competitors' consoles, do you think Game Freak could get away with this? No. People would demand... They use the power of the console to make a good game. But when they're already making a game on an underpowered console, this is their excuse. Well, it's already on a console. It doesn't run very well. So here's what we can do. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is the problem. You need to have... If that game looked good, I think people would love it. I think it would be mainstream. Oh my God, everyone would be talking about Pokemon Legends Arceus. But the moment you boot it and it looks like choppy shit, it's like... You kind of kill any hype that you had for the mainstream players to like it. You know what I mean? Um personally i like it i think it's a super fun game i'm having a lot of fun with it actually and i can't wait for more tonight it's chill, you know we're in a new region now we're in a swamp and we're going around we're catching the pokemon the pokemon are tougher now so we're leveling up it's fun i'm having a good time um but anyway am i worried about all the games being flops no here's the thing even if all these new games coming out half of them are bad there's still going to be a few that are going to be good we know elden ring no matter what Elden Ring is going to end up being a good game. You could trust From Software. You know what I mean? Horizon will be a good game. Will it be a game that's going to be, oh my god, people are coming to my streams in droves to watch Horizon? I don't actually think so. I think it's the opposite. I actually think that that game will be all over the internet early from all the golden selected content creators. That shit will be spoiled everywhere. So people will already know everything about it and people will just come here to maybe see, see as variety to break up the other stuff I'm doing. I don't think it's going to be massive demand. I'm just being honest, okay? Um... So I guess we'll see. But no, I don't think that every single game coming out is going to be a flop. And even then, the few there's a few like, I know Elden Ring is going to be amazing, you know. Okay. Um. Alright, now we go to the tip side of things. And we start off today's tipping with... Anso Kamaru. Yes, who tipped $1.49... It says, I started playing Sifu earlier today, so I guess Anso Kumaru paid extra for that advanced access. Um, it's so fucking cool. The controls are perfect and responsive. The game has really interesting mechanics. I won't say anything more. I went away completely blind, but I look forward to some lightning action greatness. Sounds good. So here we got a very positive opinion from someone who really went in blind, didn't know what to expect, and they love it. So that's cool. By the way, guys, this my, my stupid post-nasal drip is really bothering me. I'm going to blow my nose quick. Hold on. It's really pissing me off today. Ugh. Yuck. Ugh. 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 
Hold on. I want to see where Jasper Kitty went. Hold on a second. Jasper Kitty is napping on the bed. And he's stretching out and he looks at me and he's like, what? I'm napping. What? <laughs> Funny. Okay. Let's continue. So thank you for the first tip, Anso Kamaru. CM Fool has tipped $4.20, which is actually the biggest tip of the day so far. Let's get that up on the leaderboard. If I can click properly. Okay. Oop. No, not 20 cents. I knew something was fishy. This freaking keyboard. Okay. So CM Fool took $4.20 and he says the following. DSP, you have 10 combat points, but you need to do 10 immune booster rotations and to use parkour points, you need to do more immune booster rotations. Well, that's what we were talking about, right? We were talking about um, needing to get those the shots to level up in the game, which isn't clear like, you know the shots allow for upgrades, but it's not... It's never really distinctly explained. You just need to go get these now, right? It's it's implied that they're important, but it's not like, oh, you literally can't make any progress advancing yourself at all in this game without getting these first, so go do this first. Instead, you're like, oh, here's all this content. Go do it. Oh, okay, I'll do it. You play for three hours. Like, oh, you didn't even level up or, or improve yourself at all. You basically got fucking screwed. Oh. Great. Oh, look, Gorilla Pimp, you're being an asshole and you're wrong. So now you're going to get a timeout. And if you say it again, you're going to get banned. So there you go. Fucking asshole. All right. Uh, only Iced Infinite tipped $1.50. Says, can you explain how Dying Light 2 is simplistic fighting compared to other games as you spam a fireball a thousand times on a Pokemon stream? What? Pokemon doesn't even have combat. It's turn-based RPG versus an action-based game. You're tell you actually want me. Let me get this straight. You want me to compare a turn-based RPG's combat to an action-based game's combat. That's like saying, "Man, I'm eating this apple." And it tastes like a banana. That's fucking weird. I don't get it. I don't like it. And then someone else says, well, what are you complaining about? Bananas taste like bananas. Anyway, let's continue. CM Fool did another $4.20 tip and says, DSP, your parry is at level 1. It'll only parry 5 out of 10 times. As you level up your parry, it becomes more effective. It's a trope of Eastern European game studios. I don't even know if that's... Is, is that really true? That the parry levels up and then it works better? I mean, maybe he's right. Maybe there's a way to make it so that the parry window is way wider as you open it up. And then it just works every time? <clears throat> maybe. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. Thanks for the tip. Okay. CM Voltipped again. Another $4.20 tip. And he says, This game is an Eastern European game studio. They're... Just like they are Japanese role-playing game or different Eastern European game have a different ways 
of doing stuff and this studio's hate to westernized they game are believing in get good noob yes thank you cm fool appreciate that uh malcolm is here <laughs> malcolm is here and he tipped a dollar 50 he says, next time you're in New England, hit me up. We can play Street Fighter 2 at the old school arcade downtown. Uh, I couldn't tell you the next time I'll be in New England. If it is, it probably, sadly, will not be for a good reason. If you know what I mean. My parents still live there, and, you know, they're getting up there in age, and I am d dreading the worst eventually happening, which is going to happen eventually. Um, <clears throat> but I, I don't think I'm going to be going there for, like, fun tourism or anything anytime soon, if I can help it. If anything, if ever... If ever the world gets semi back to normal, what I would want to do is do something out here on the West Coast-ish, you know, that I, you know, wanted to do since I fucking moved here and haven't had a chance, so. Uh, Zoya has now become a channel supporter. Thank you very much, Zoya. I appreciate that. Let's actually take a look. <clears throat> Excuse me. And let's see how many total uh, members we have now. I just want to see if we did hit a new record or not, because it's very possible we lost some members during today's stream. This ha does happen. And I don't want to say, oh, we hit a new record if we actually didn't. So let's take a look. Click here. And it says we're at 361. We are at a new record. Again. A new record. This is very exciting. It is. Every day when I'm streaming, we're hitting a new record of members. This is cool. This actually makes me feel really, really positive and happy. I'm serious. So thank you guys so much. Up and up and up, right? I told you guys. I said this channel will grow naturally. And this is funny because this is happening without gifted memberships. This is There's no gifted memberships yet. YouTube is still dragging their feet and has not implemented any of the changes they promised to streaming yet this year. Um, so I'm excited. <clears throat> I am. I'm excited. <laughs> oh, my nose is itching. Ah! Okay, um, all right, we did everything on that side, we did everything on the other side, all right, so guys, any other topics to talk about, anything else, or do we start off with Skyrim now, it's up to you, if you have a few more questions, please toss them my way, tag me in the chat, um, or, if it seems like that's it, you guys are done, you say enough gabbing, you, you old, you know, you old, blabbering, jowl wobbling fool, shut your ugly your ugly bearded face, your disgusting, unshaven, Paul Bunyan-like face, and start the goddamn stream. I don't know why you guys are so mean to me. So, um, let's see. Do I like bowling or mini golf better? They're both very fun. Um, I've only been bowling like like twice. I, when I was a kid, I went duck pin bowling, which is the mini balls. It's easier for kids to, to throw. Because I always like, I'm unlike other people, I like throwing the balls with one hand. Some kids, they do two hands. I always liked one hand, so I went to duck pin so I could actually throw the ball with one hand. Um, but then I went with bowling with, you know, serious, real full-size bowling balls a couple times with my friends, too, and had some beers and food and stuff. Um, I've done mini golf way more often. Mini golf is very fun, but really it's dependent on the course itself and how well they maintain it. It's a well-maintained mini golf course. It's fun as hell. But I've been to some shit ones that just fucking suck. So, 
They're both good, actually. I don't think I even want to pick between them because they're both good. I just haven't done any of them in like 20 years. I'm serious. Like, I haven't. I think the last time I went bowling or mini golf was like the mid 2000s. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <clears throat> uh, CM Fool to me, another dollar fifty. Said Techland is a firm believer in the get good gamer mentality. Well, I'm a firm believer in the get good game development mentality. When you're working on a game for seven years, it better be fucking good. So it better be fucking good. It better get better. Because right now, it ain't getting good. <clears throat> okay. Google Nomad, I am still undecided on which console to play Elden Ring on. I'm waiting for more information. <clears throat> I am. I'm waiting for more information on, like, like technical performance. Like, I think when Digital Foundry officially puts out their full-on report the week before, and they'll talk about the breakdowns of this is better on this, and that screen tearing, and anti-aliasing, and fucking, you know, the length of the swords extending and, de 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 you know, shriveling up and then going, you know, whatever. They're going to talk about that. And I got to figure that out and then get the right version. So, we'll see. <clears throat> Chris B says, I think it's definitely likely this channel can blow up in the next year considering it blew up in 2011 and 12 and you've only gotten better since. The problem is... The negative association with the channel and the fact that YouTube sorting is fucked up. Like, when you search for G DSP Gaming, all the negative stuff would show up first. Why? Because they are putting out content that people are engaging with. People are liking it. People are putting comments on it. So when people are saying, oh, DSP Gaming, the negative, toxic hater videos show up first. Even if my channel is bigger, even if my videos are more popular, their shit is showing up first. Which is dumb as fuck. But that's how important engagement is. Seriously, that's how important engagement is on YouTube. Is those people who are getting the engagement will always show up first. So that's why I need to build this channel back up to the point where it's getting constant engagement. Liking the streams, liking the videos, comments on the videos. Get all that going. Get into the mentality that we got to do this, right? And then when the new releases hit, it's a natural thing that it gets that attention. And now people come to the channel and it grows the channel and people subscribe to the channel. And the subs go up and the members go up and everything goes up like this. Okay. <laughs> yes. Everything goes up. I don't know why I'm dancing. <sighs> okay. <clears throat> oh, Jim the Fraga. So I think you should mention subscribing when you also mentioned liking the video. You know, I mean, you're right. The thing is, I kind of auto-assume that people who watch my content are subbed to the channel because, number one, I have so many subs compared to the amount of views I get. <laughs> okay? That's number one. But number two, if you want to talk on the stream, you have to be subbed. So anyone who's chatting on the stream is already subscribed. But yeah, I should definitely... I sh you're absolutely right. I should suggest that people subscribe to the channel more often. I should say, hey... Like the streams. Hey, like the videos. Leave a comment. Subscribe to the channel. You're absolutely correct. I should be saying that. I don't know why I haven't been. Jack Anderson says, If you get the telekinesis spell and then you use it with fast traveling, you will power level alteration. Okay. I don't know. Why would I need a telekinesis spell when you can fast travel without a telekinesis spell? It's kind of confusing. 
Expand Dong the Second says you brought in over 400 viewers for Dying Light's premiere, but you had sub only mode on, and you said that there was little chatting. Maybe the only the premiere streams you'd have sub only mode off. All that would happen is trolling. I'm serious. What would end up happening? The trolls would get wind that the sub only mode is off, and they would come in with 700 clone accounts and say racist stuff, disgusting stuff, and just do everything they can to make me look bad. That is a terrible idea. As much as I understand your well intention behind it, it would just backfire. So I'm definitely not doing that. Okay. <laughs> is Elder Ring on PS4? It is, right? Elder Ring's last gen. Elder Ring is both last gen and current gen. Yes. They didn't they made it, they purposely made it cross platform because they knew that uh they knew that they had that market, right? And uh with all the uncertainty about consoles and being able to get them. Yeah, it's cross-platform. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Okay. Alright, guys. I think it's about it. I see, you know, everything's calmed down. I think it's time to end the pre-stream. Let's actually get everything going here. We're going to end the pre-stream podcast. I want to say thank you for another good one. Very positive about the future, right? I'm feeling good. Hope you guys are too. And, uh... <clears throat> excuse me. I know it's going to be a good a good month. The rest of this month in general is just going to be really good. I'm excited for it. I hope you guys are too. Okay? Alright. Let's end the pre-stream podcast and let's get started with Skyrim. Ooh, Skyrim. <laughs> Alright, thanks guys for being a great audience. Cool.